While developing a piece of art, it's not uncommon for it to go through various iterations and formats before finding its footing. In 1964, animator Richard Williams began work on a film based on the stories of Mullen Nasruddin, philosophical yet wise fool of Near Eastern folklore, after illustrating a series of books by Idris Shah, which collected the tales. After problems arose between the two, and Shah and his family took back the rights, Williams commissioned a new script and reworked the film into what would become The Thief and the Cobbler, his ill-fated, unfinished masterpiece. The Wizard of Oz was first envisioned as a musical comedy slash live-action cartoon, going through a plethora of writers and directors before becoming the classic we all know now. But that's another show. While I don't think I'll call this art, this very show started out as a documentary, a book, and... I'll blame it on George Copycat video, I'll be honest, before I finally settled on it being a podcast. So, what about Little Shop Fours? I'm Joss Hoskinson, and this is Off the Cutting Room Floor. Episode 3 The Original Abandoned Score. Little Shop is about a pop culture phenomenon. It's about B-horror movies of the 1960s. So when you're looking for a musical style, you say, What's the music of the period? I heard something. I hear, to this day, something very dark and horrifying and scary as hell in the Phil Spector sound. There are chains and whips in the background. There's real dark, nasty stuff going on under some of these very innocent lyrics. And if that doesn't sound like a horror movie, I don't know what does. And, because the story is set in 1960, the pop music of the late 50s, early 60s is the natural place to go. As mentioned by Alan Menken in numerous interviews, Little Shop of Horrors could have been very different, explaining in a 2019 episode of Show People with Paul Wontrek. First we did a version of Little Shop that was very much in keeping with the original Corman movie. It's jazzy in style a little bit, and a little creepy and nerdy. It was just this strange combination of jazzy and vaudeville and tacky, very in keeping with the movie. And we would play that for people, and they would say, I don't get it. He's only gone into detail on two songs from this original approach, one being a song praising Audrey 2, aptly titled The Audrey 2 Song. When it's time to pick a pet flower, who's the shrub we love? Who's our pilot plan of the hour? Who's our bush when bush comes to shove? Who rakes in that cash? Those kudos, look my who came through. Not Audrey Hepburn or Audrey Wood. The both those ladies are well and good. The dismal failures beside the beautiful Audrey too. The other, simply titled Feed Me, is fairly self-explanatory. Feed me, I'm hungry. Feed me, I'm starving. Feed me. I'm fading in fast. Feed me, you nutnik. Feed me, you I forget without a. Frankly, I don't know how much longer I can last. Seymour, feed me! After realizing that the material wasn't working, likely due to not having a stylist to cook, according to Alan, Howard came to him with another take on the material. From Alan in a 2015 Playbill article on the creation of Little Shop. Howard came up with the idea of writing the show as the dark side of Greece, using doo-wop, R&B, and rock and roll as the main vocabulary for the score. 
there were a lot of musicals and cabaret pieces in the late 70s and early 80s that were playing with the interface of apocalyptic, end-of-the-world, tacky horror movies and pop music. But Howard's insistence that we remain truly heartfelt and knowing, yet not getting into self-mockery, was the key to what made us different. In a 2011 appearance on Theatre People, Alan fondly recalled the simple way they started to work on this new score. Howard loved to take out the records and say, Let's listen to this Shirelle song. Ah, let's do something like that. That'd be great. Or, let's listen to this Howlin' Wolf song. So we had a lot of fun with that. Though almost legendary in Little Shop lore, there's almost no reference to the score in the Howard Ashman papers or in the Howard Ashman audio cassette collection, aside from a few lyric sheets for Feed Me and the Audrey 2 song, and a couple of demos to Feed Me implying this original score may have been nothing more than a few song sketches and ideas thrown in with the adaptation we have now. Feed Me suck around a little while, being mentioned by name in Howard's story outline for the musical, during the scene when the plant begs for food after Mushnik's death. Also mentioned in the outline, a song when Audrey 2 first asked for blood, entitled You Gonna Get It. In the first draft of the libretto, a different song, The Plant Who Loves You, is included instead, though that song was also later cut. For a while, I assumed the Audrey 2 song was a simple character song, written early into development and abandoned early on, with no place in the story, as is never outright mentioned by name in the story material housed at the Library of Congress. For the off-Broadway production's first anniversary, Howard rewrote the lyrics and recorded the song to celebrate the crew, gifting each member a copy. The song was briefly revived during the development of the screenplay, and included in various drafts as a main Hello Dolly-inspired sequence during Seymour and Audrey 2's aborted TV appearance. However, this idea was later scrapped, and no song takes place during the sequence. Then, while writing the scripts, I went over Howard's typed outline, the same one that mentions Feed Me, one more time, and though it's not conclusive, I found this immediately after Audrey's death. Outside the shop, as Crystal and Ronette sing the praises of Audrey too, we see Seymour collecting the instruments of her destruction. As they keep singing about how wonderful Audrey too is, Seymour comes by with an axe, a saw, scissors, cyanide, a blowtorch, etc. He is now bent on the plant's destruction, soon as the photographers from life leave. Well, I'll be damned, a song where Crystal and Ronette sing the praises of Audrey too. How about that? This has been Off the Cutting Room Floor. The voice of Howard Ashman was Davis, host of the Jacks of Trades podcast. Follow Jacks of Trades on Twitter, at Jacks Trades Pod. The voice of Alan Mangan was Robin, host of The Trail Went Cold. Follow him and a show at Robin underscore water on Twitter. Opening and closing theme, Always Slept So Soundly, is by Sarasu, off the EP Domestications. They can be found at soundcloud.com slash and on Twitter at Sarasu Music. Got corrections? Want to get in touch? Shoot me a message at Joss Hosky on Twitter, the show OTCR Room Pod everywhere, or send an email to cuttingroompod at gmail.com. Sources for this episode can be found in the show notes. To view transcripts and any corrections, visit cuttingroompod.tumblr.com. Like the show? Share it with your friends or leave a rating on your podcatcher of choice.
rework the project. The project. 